So just to set it up, this would be like, hey, click this, see that, and then you'd get to this guy. <laughs> that guy. He's that boy. Jesus! <laughs> Everything about him is big. Yeah, that's, that's a, a big man. That's a big dude. Yeah. <laughs> so these guys... I slightly envy him, but not really. Do you? If no. You... I, I I would like to see the person who so, sees that and goes, yeah, I gotta get that. See, and, okay, so, like, from a female perspective, I've, I've dated and been with many chicks that are, uh, to say this highly, uh, a fan of being filled up, we'll say. Like, have not, not huge things, but, like, having, you know, yeah. multiple objects mm -hmm. or, or bigger objects. And I can, I can understand that, you know, it's a whole... You want to fill it up. But I feel like in the gay community, and just, you know, having, like, messed around with butt plugs on girls and stuff, they always like to start out small. Sure. How do you start small with a dude with a 13-inch hog? Well, first of all, you, I don't think they look at that and go, yeah, you're going straight in there. Maybe he's but got yeah, a small like, pinky finger. I mean, that's, I that's, no, that's a process. It, it is, right? It's like, so wild, because if you actually see Port Star City interviews, they say, like, you have to work your way up to Oh, yeah. Like, but like, the female thing I get, but it's like, in the gay community, if you've got a hog, mm -hmm. like, and, and it's weird for me, because I always see, like, you know, the skinny twinks with the bigger dudes, you know, like, oh yeah, that, that dude's huge, he's, he's got to be packing. Mm -hmm. It's like that picture of the mountain, the, the dude, the mountain, and his tiny wife. Like, oh. how does this compute? I, I would say... <laughs> I'm not asking how it confused, but it's always been a thought of, like, if you're swinging, you know, fucking beef logs, mm -hmm. like, <laughs> not three pound, not a pound, I'm no, talking, really, to, I'm talking really, the five pound beef log. I really love euphemisms, that's really what's winning all Like, this how do you just open that up and be like, yeah, this is what's happening tonight. I think you brace people for it. I don't think there's a brace. I think, I think, so. I think... At some point, the bridge has been gapped. I don't think anyone's walking in and just... The bridge has been gaped at that point. Gaped. Well put. <laughs> well, put. well put, sir. Spot on in you, I'm say. Yeah. Okay. So. Question 21. <laughs> in the past 12 months, have you had sexual contact with a person who has had hepatitis? Again, look, does my four and an X count? A, B, C, <laughs> and D. Uh, I also believe there's an E, which is a fecal matter. Have so have E. Yeah, yeah, I think it's have E. God. And I think that's just strictly with fecal matter. Strictly with fecal matter. Yeah. What does that mean? Like you caught it from fecal matter? Yeah. Man. <laughs> Human fecal matter, or like any kind of fecal matter. I don't have that type of E, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> if I do, I probably don't know how I got it. I feel like you'd have to be around an abundance of shit. So like, like a ranch hand or something? Yeah. Just like, Maybe. Is a ranch hand more like susceptible a, to hepatitis? Is there like a An open cut? Or maybe you're one of those white girls like getting fucking Cleveland steamer put on your chest? But that's my question. Is it human? Is it horse? Oh man, I don't know. Is it? Katie's watching this weird movie that I told her I've never seen. It's like one of the parodies, but it's called Movie 42. Movie 43. Yeah, Hugh yes. Jackson's got a ball sack on his neck. Yeah. I, and then the white girl wants to get shit on her chest. Yeah, this was and a so very... so the black guy's like, what are you going to eat? He's like, oh, I don't know, like, I'm vegan. He's like, 
nah, bro. He's like, it's not what you put in, it's how it comes out. He goes, is she a vegan? He goes, no. He goes, all right. Mexican burrito, beef and beans, <laughs> guacamole for the color. He's like, all over her chest. It was kind of gross, to truth. Like, I thought okay, it was like, I, I was like. It's got a ton of A-list stars. You know how they got that movie made? No. The way no. they got that movie made was basically <laughs> all of these guys were working around the same city or on some other project that uh, the Fargo Brothers who made There's Something About Mary. Uh, Are they the ones that made that movie? Yeah. The so, Fargo Brothers? Yeah. So they made that movie. Yeah, because Chris Pratt, man, he shits all over the place in that bitch. So the, the way they made that movie was uh, they basically were like telling celebrities, hey, we're just going to shoot like these five, ten minute little short movies. If you want to be in it, cool. If not, let us know. We will just strike it. So everyone was just creating these five little ten minute shorts. No one was making money off it. They were like, we're just doing something for the sake of doing something. Yeah. And actually, Jennifer Lawrence had a short in it. Actually, no. She had a scene in Dumb and Dumber, the second one, and she cut it because she was about to get nominated for a ton of Oscar, ton of awards, the Oscar primarily, and she was like, I can't be associated with this because then it'll fuck up my Oscar. Fucking bitch. Um, so, Hot yeah, that bitch. movie was made by like stars who just didn't care about <laughs> to do something for, you know, for fun, quick and easy, and yeah. then it turned into one of the worst movies ever made. <laughs> It's uh, it's pretty bad. Isn't that about the kid that finds like a video on the internet? I don't know what the yeah, movie. movie forty three is a bunch of compilations. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. It's it's a bunch. So it's of like shorts. Like it's just a bunch of yeah, yeah it's like right. a bunch of shorts with like a list celebrities. Mm-hmm. Have y'all seen the disaster movie or epic disaster movie or whatever with like uh, James Franco and Seth Rogen? Don't this is the end of the world? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, dude. My boy's like, I'm jerking off on everything. Yeah, I'm jerking off on everything. I'll jack off wherever I want. <laughs> so Why the answer. Gun? Or where Michael Sarah does a bunch of blow. Oh, yeah. Dude, Michael that guy. is an asshole. Dude, he is fucking. God <laughs> damn it. Uh, but yeah, it's a big loser short. No, I don't know how do you want that to say. <laughs> I mean, that's like okay. Yeah, essentially, we answered that question yeah, with all this other bullshit. Still to this day, man. There's only two genders that show up on these websites. Hmm, it's fucked up. You know, I've actually heard that the only percentage of people that have gotten the coronavirus have been male and female. <laughs> yeah, shout out to the trans. <laughs> You're immune. You will start the new world order. <laughs> Hashtag 76 genders. Good, good. Yeah, I'm happy to edit that. Oh, okay. Huh. Or not. <laughs> You keep that meat blackmail, Rusty. She ain't no blackmail. I'll say it again. Nah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm waiting to get the one where he says something like, I fuck dudes, or like some, something. You can like, cut that. I'm sure you have enough. Oh, yeah, I can cut shit That'll just be a, a recording that I just said. I really also like, so to recap, so we lost track because we took an intermittent break, and now we have to go back in. Now you just skip through all these questions. <laughs> yeah, because we were like on question like 22. And My then question is, could we skip through the entire thing and still be okay? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> like, I'm going to ask that guy, like, hey, right. so if I just skipped every question, that's what we'll know on that one. I, I like, hoping, oh, that's your first one. I was hoping Crackhead, the Crackhead, uh, your ballerina, walked up on us. Oh, wow. And, uh, that bitch right there. I was there. hoping she'd come in and be like, I, I gave the blood. Yeah. 
Where's my money she at? She fired somebody. She just fired she's somebody. She's walking. She's walking away. And there's a couple that are walking out of the venue. And she looks straight at the couple like they're like twenty or thirty feet away. She goes, You're fired. I'm scared. You're fired. <laughs> I really that's a bold move. I yeah. respect to that. That's yeah. probably the one baller move she's Those people are fired. Yeah. I'm not gonna say anything about that. I agree with the statement. Yeah. They're fired. Yeah, yeah, you is fired. They don't work anymore. Clearly, yeah. <laughs> Alright, Russ, what's question number twenty two? Jesus man. But we man's like I'll be up there in a little bit and I was like two hours ago, like, come on, bro. I mean what happened with all the stuff I gave you? That's just gone, buddy. It was in the air, so I gave you oh, man, gummies smokes. and Oh no, the gummies are still there. Like I let Katie kinda get them because she's more in the edibles. The actual flour, I mean, it was probably I was probably flour, no doubt. It was probably like three three grams, I would say, probably. Yeah, but you roll that up in a joint, that's like three joints. No, yeah. Oh, no, 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 I haven't no, 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 no. But I didn't though. Like I've been bowling it all. But the last two nights we've had campfires in my backyard. Oh, so like oh, so you were getting you were partying. Yeah, no, like, yeah, we were doing it well, we call it family beer time. And that's where all three of us get together and just get drunk. So it's you, Katie, and Doug. Jesus, guys, are real names? Really? <laughs> She's so sad. He literally <laughs> just said I give those to Katie. And like, <laughs> yeah, earlier he was accosting you over it. Like, oh, he's their real name. <laughs> His he is, he's gay nephew. Gay nephew one. Yeah. Or power bottom. <laughs> yeah. All right, so question Wait, 22. Wait, did we establish that he's a power bottom? Yeah, I'm like episode yeah. two. I didn't know we'd establish what his role is. I knew he was a bottom, but is he deriving power? I mean, you know, he'll be a special guest. We'll clear yeah. here. Check out his TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out, Dougie Boy three hundred six or something. Is that his handle? Something Dougie Boy something. Uh, it was like Dougie Boy. In the past twelve months, have you lived with a person who has hepatitis? Ooh, okay. This is more ambiguous. Demco. Oh shit. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. I'll throw his ass out there. I don't give a shit about him. That <laughs> legal's over here freaking out right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What was, what, what was it like living with God. that person? Um, what was it like living with Steve? So it was weird because like we met at Guitar Center. He was spinning rhythm at CDJs, and we, me and my buddy, had come up. Uh, we were waiting on him, you know, to to get off, and like I was like, yeah, man, you know, that's been been dubstep too blah blah and he's like oh yeah cool and we kind of like had some mutual friends and i was like well fuck it man you live come live with me you live no you live close <laughs> he's like yeah i live there like five minutes down the road i was like yeah i do too you smoke and he's like yeah i have some weed in the truck i was like dude <laughs> come through let's smoke and like three months later he was there like every fucking day smoking and he would bring his own weed like so it wasn't a okay. big deal but like when his lease is up, I was like, fuck you, man, you can, you know, nobody else living here, so you can, you can live here, you know, whatever. And then I got him a job, and then when I first got him the job, it was cool, but, like, after a while, man, him being laid on rent, like, him just being a, a fucking idiot, and just constantly hearing, it was just, like, the worst. It was, it was fucking terrible. Like, the only reason I didn't fight that dude was because I didn't want to have to pick up his slack at work for him to have to not be at work because he got beat the fuck up. And he's the type of guy that would call the cops and say it's assault. Like, immediately. So I didn't want to deal with that. But I threatened violence on that dude 
two times a day for hashtag, like six months a week. Or just like six months. Hashtag Carol Best and killed her husband. <laughs> that bitch did. <laughs> but no, like, like, it was the worst, dude. I'd wake, wake up and I go to work and he's there. And then I'm like, all right, finally I can go home. I go home, he's there. Like, oh, God. Yeah, it was, it was not fun. That's why you don't bring your work home with you. I try not to. Yeah. Yeah. Or shit where you eat. Yeah. Thanks, Fire Mason. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, uh, it doesn't work anymore. So yeah. I don't think. Uh, yeah, I don't think I've lived with anybody that's had in the last twelve months. Yeah. Now, when I was in jail, for sure, some cats in there. I bet. But you haven't been in jail the past twelve months. That we know of. Allegedly, yeah. Allegedly. And in the past twelve months, have you had a tattoo? Smart. That's a hard yeah, yes yeah, for you. Yeah, yes, it is. Yeah. 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 yeah, there you go. Tramp stamp. Actually, three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've had three in the past twelve months. Plus the tramp stamp. Plus the tramp stamp. You know, I was actually thinking about getting a tramp stamp uh, way <laughs> years ago, no, no, no. but I wanted to do like a, a cool, ironic one. So I wanted like an eagle, like with American colors behind it, but I wanted the eagle to be wearing a thong of. Uh, the uh, uh, Iran Iranian flag. Yeah. So it's just like the dumbest shit. Thankfully, my my buddy talked me out of it. But uh, yeah, that almost happened. Yeah, Katie's got a tattoo sesh coming up, fucking pretty soon. Hell yeah. What is she getting? Uh, she had it fully made up her mind. She had like three ideas, but um, she won a tattoo session with an artist around here named Will Graves. But oh, it was, yeah, well. yeah, it was, well, but it was, yeah, it was during the um, when Brie was selling herself for animals. Well, no, it was it was a charity designed around raising funds to help save and foster animals. Well, it's well, it's actually for animals. It's like, supporting uh, Houston's only no-kill animal shelter. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, we only have for life. one. We only yeah. have one actual one. Yeah, SPCA kills uh, most of them. Kill. I think there's one or two no-kills in Houston. So anyways, yeah, and so she fucking got, since it was almost like for every $100, it would equal a little over an hour. So, Katie, God, that's a hell of a rate. Yeah. <laughs> it's a normal rate for tattoos, hour, but yeah, 100 an hour. Talking about. But, yeah. like, but even then, like, I think Katie, because it was charity, like, she got, hey, they got really fucked up that night. I think she spent 250 on that bitch. Yeah. She got about two and a half hours. Now, she's always wanted one thing. Will's also really, really talented. No, yeah, he is. So, like, I told her, I was like, go look at his work. He does a but lot of The big thing she stuff. wants to do is she really wants to do a tattoo that is about Beauty and the Beast. Now, oh, he would kill that. She has a silhouette. She has a tattoo of another person had where it's like, it looks like a heart, but it's a silhouette of the two. So, the Beast on one side and the Bell on the other. And I just told her, I was like, go up there with these ideas. Like, first off, touch base with Homeboy. Yeah. And just, and I told, because that's what I told her. I was like, I guarantee you almost every tattoo you see. on Facebook, give him an Every idea. tattoo you see on his Facebook, that was probably at least half of that person's idea. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's what happens in tattoo shops. You go in there like, oh, I want this. And then if you just want to be a prick, you're like, I just want this. Tattoo artists do that. Yeah. But I know almost every tattoo artist is like, this hey, right here? how about I do this instead? What do you think? And you're like, yeah. This was literally just a regular traditional pentagram with a 13 in the middle. It was like this big. And I told Maddie, I was like, that's cool and all, but I'd rather not have that. But it's the only one I liked. And he's like, well, then I'll just do what I want. And I was like, okay. So he literally was like, he drew it out. And I was like, yeah, that, that's cool. It's got to get fixed up. but yeah. I have yet to have a tattoo. Oh my God. It's fun, man. And, you know, well, I, 
you know, I'm really precious with it, and I think once you get, get the your first one, get your first one in an area that can be covered by a t-shirt and and shorts or t-shirt and jeans. Yeah, that's the best way to do it. But I'm you, also you didn't ambitious like, tattooed above your left eye. My either. <laughs> Don't forget the cassette tape. Oh God! Shout out, <laughs> Shout out Matt, Mike. <laughs> that's our boy. Yeah, love he you, Mike. Care. He won't care. No. <laughs> Yeah, yeah like my first, I, I have a couple ideas for this. I told him that this and this, or the I don't know if you can see it. It's yeah, this. I see it. it. Says scream your lungs out on the back of my neck. Yeah, I have a couple ideas for tattoos. There's one tattoo artist that I follow on Instagram that I'm really obsessed with. I really like their designs. Who is it? Um, it's uh, oh, you showed me those, those weird looking ones. Yeah, up. it's Lebeau. So basically, the way they work is you tell them. Your inspiration. You don't send them an image. You tell them a little bit about yourself. You tell them what you would like the tattoo to represent. Yeah. Um, and they'll sketch something up for you if they choose you because they're booked up. Oh yeah. So they're thinking, and they travel too. If you're like, hey, yeah, I'm a fucking free spirit. Like, I want some sacred geometry. They're like, yeah, fuck yourself. No, they'll they'll give you heads up. Like, this is what that we we chosen you. Um, they have a minimum amount of space that they want to do too because it's a two person tattoo job. Uh. But their stuff is really, really good too, uh, and they and they travel the world doing tattoos. So they'll they'll be like, "Hey, boy, we're in New York for a week. We'll take this many appointments. Uh, submit an idea, and we'll see. We'll let you know if we accept you." So they're booked way out. But yeah, so that that's kind of what I want. Uh, I think I'm being precious with the first one, but uh, I feel like once I pop it, because I, ideally I've always enjoyed the idea of the sleeve. Yeah. That's what I'm wearing. I want full sleeves, all black, and the only color is going to be on my legs. <clears throat> all right, next question. All right, question number 24. Here, Barty Piercings. Have you got some in the last 12 months? Um, Russ's no. Prince Albert. <laughs> the only piercing I've ever had. That's technically 13 months. <laughs> so, technically, I can say no. Have you ever actually considered getting Prince Albert? We all know somebody that has their dick pierced. Well, I almost got a fight with a guy Wait, who? Prince Albert. I, I won't. That's his information. But oh, we've been throwing everybody else out there. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's different. <laughs> yeah. I was talking about somebody's dick a little too. We he too works important. here at White Oak. Ooh, wow. What happens if Coyote caught the Roadrunner? <laughs> I do think about that a lot. Oh yeah. When Kenny's talking to me, I think about old cartoon dilemmas. You're putting that on. On the internet for her to if, hear. Anytime she's talking to you, you're like, yep. if Elmer Fudd, <laughs> <Pretty> much, yeah. <laughs> if Elmer Fudd actually shot Bugs Bunny, yeah, would he good. reincarnate? It's cartoon, so it's always a possibility. Good, dog. I know. I'm fucking. Yeah, give a shout out to uh, the wine that we're drinking right now. I have no idea how to say all that shit, dude. Yeah, it's a Rosso Cuglia. But this is a. Periodic symbol, and I'm kind of curious what the CA is. I think it's CA. calcium. It's calcium. Is it? Yes, yeah. yes, it is. CA is calcium. Yeah. And again, this was brought to us by Light Years. Uh, yes, for those, CA is calcium. For those that are listening and wish to inquire about uh, natural wines, this is one of the few businesses that is still open, is deemed essential, which I, I think it's pretty essential to the business that we're running right now. Yeah, for yeah. sure. For sure. Well, it's funny that Texas was the only one that said that liquor stores are essential. No, other places have. So really? Colorado did that with smoke shops too. Smoke shops and liquor shops, and they had a run on the shops, 
And so... Yeah, could you imagine how many fucking stoners that smoke six grams of dabs a day and then they can't get meat? So they were all run on the shops and they have to shut them down for a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, so we'll give a shout out to the brand and again, support local businesses where you can during this time. And we've chosen to support Light Years, who produces natural wines. Um, I bought a lot of wine for the staff here that were affected that. Uh, we don't give our staff food. We yeah. keep them drunk. Yeah. All right. What's the next question? Oh, I gotta, I'll pull it back up. I was kind of curious to see where the, where in Italy this this wine came from. Yeah, I was kind of curious if it was north or south. Mm-hmm. But it really don't tell you. Oh well, I guess it does. Apreciano. The region is known mainly for wine, cereal, grains, and olive oil production. So shout out to the farmers over here, getting all fucked up. <laughs> uh, I'll take a little bit more. Well, I'll, take, I'll, take, I'll take a pull. You guys, <laughs> I'll take a pull. I've been wanting, I've been wanting to turn a Jameson bottle into a, into a bong, but this wine Super bottle. Was, no, I know it is. This wine bottle probably works a lot better. I really like that. Too. I once met a guy who has like. Good. I once met a guy who had like the $250 Gregor's bottle that was like this tall. And we he, got some Tito's bottles. And he, he sawed the bottom of it off and he would fill up his bathtub and have the Crab Gregor's. Nice. <laughs> so funny. In the past 12 months, have you had or been treated for syphilis or gonorrhea? No, I have not. Are you sure? First of all, mind your own fucking business. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a yes from the list. Start going crazy like Capone. You probably have it. Alright, next question. What do you think is worse though? Syphilis or gonorrhea? Gonorrhea, gonorrhea is way worse. In the immediate. In the immediate. Syphilis, syphilis for you the long term, term, gonorrhea for the short term. Gonorrhea burns, doesn't it? It's only when you pee. <laughs> so three times a day your dick's gonna burn, at least. When you drink beer like I do, do that, you're constantly. Oh, I do too, yeah. If I'm drinking, I'm peeing like 8 to 10, 12 times a day. Dude, these sorry motherfuckers in probation one time made us look at female and male versions of STDs picture form. Talking about 8 by 10s blown up. No. So I now know what a penis that's infected heavily with gonorrhea looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Which I could go all my life without ever doing that. But now I know. Because the guy's like, we just want you to see these pictures. So if you're about to become sexually active, you know it. I'm like, I'm going to tell you right now, dog. If her shit looks like a fucking, a bunch of speed bumps, I'm, that's a hard pass. Yeah. I don't need to see. Like, I don't, need to, get, I don't like, need to get in there like, oh, yeah, that looks affected. Pussy, I ain't fucking it. Yeah. What? What? Yes, tell us. What, constitutes a, what constitutes a normal pussy? A regular looking pussy. Like, What's regular? Healthy, but, you know, when you look at a... Fresh vibrant. Oh, yeah, and you're like, pink. oh man, that no, is no, so regular. Oh, I'm I love No, I can't say that. Good. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, see, going back to the gayest thing you've ever done now. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was mocking you. For the record, I was mocking you. <laughs> God damn. All right, yeah. So. In the past 12 months, in the past 12 months, have you been in juvenile detention, lockup, jail, or prison for more than 72 consecutive hours? I can honestly say I haven't. Wait. In the past 12 months, nearby. I've never been even to count. Never. Nope. Must be nice. Is that a yes for you? No, I'm kidding. Oh. I'm a good boy. I've only gotten a PI once, <laughs> and they were really nice about it. Did they take you in? 
No, man. I, I made him feel guilty. And they were like, I made him feel guilty. how did you make someone feel guilty for <laughs> how'd you make a you cop? Yeah. I, said, I said, I feel like you guys are picking on me. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, no, man, we're not like that. And I was like, well, we're not those kind of I was like, well, it seems like you just pulled me out of the, the function that I was at to, uh, what was the function you were at? Oh, it was, uh, it was like a uh so this is something, not many people know that I used to be in a fraternity and I used to, shut up, I used to go to all the, the date parties and the functions and have a good old time, you know, and like, we need an your, episode about that, what's your, oh, no. what's the name of the fraternity? Sigma Nu, oh, <laughs> Sigma Nukes, no, Sigma Nu, <laughs> shout out to all those Sigma Nus out there, have especially a, if you're from Arkansas, do y'all have a secret handshake? Yeah, we do, nice. You still, you, no, that's a whole. I was, I was reading something else about it. It's like, um, there's a stand up comedian I like that's in a fraternity, and he's like, he actually says this because they're like, so some of the secrets they tell you, do you share that? He goes, well, no. And it's just, he goes, it's more like, it's the fraternity. He goes, the secret's not even secret information. You know what no. I mean? It's the whole point that y'all know and some people don't. He goes, but you know what I do do? He goes, I drop, I drop some of the secret info in some of my stand up. And he goes, and usually when I do that, he'll catch another guy from that same attorney and then like they'll do their secret handshake because he's like, I get what that dude just said. Shout out, there's a secret knock too. Like if anybody in the house like hears that knock and they're like, wait, it's kind of- That's Sigma Phi. It's kind of cool. Sigma Nu. Wait, no, so, so like, is it specific to the fraternity or could you walk up to their house, do the secret knock and they have to let you in? That too. It's really interesting. Yeah, man, and like, what? I, I may still have like my membership card, but I have my pin, so like I could just show up and party. Cause you're alumni. I'd be like, hey guys, this used to be my room, and I, I'm coming in. I'm gonna need it. <laughs> also, this is Becky. Russ, what's the one thing you picked up in jail that you're like, I can't bring this out? Boners. <laughs> <laughs> you ever, had, you ever had a boner in jail? No. Yeah, me neither. Did you jerk off in jail? The last time, no. Okay. For it's your a, long stay, did you? It's just hard to. Yeah. And I think we talked about it in one little episode. Like it's, it's depressing to want to jerk off when you're around just nothing but dudes. Yeah. But I did jerk off in front of a guard. I remember that story. I remember she, that story. She was, she was one. She was into it. That bitch bought me a Big Mac. <laughs> that is so. Is that odd. prostitution? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it is odd, but you know what? <laughs> Two years in jail, dude, and fucking, you finally get to taste some free world food. It was a fucking Big Mac. Oh my god! It oh, was, man. Oh, that's a nut was, right there. I love oh yeah, it was it was it was it was bonerific. <laughs> but yeah, like so at first, I remember I was like trying to like seductively stroke it, and, like make it look artsy as she walked by. Then I just realized I was like, she seductively stroke you. You long time. I do the invert. Slow. See, seductive for me is like long the top, short the bottom. Long the Slow, top, I like to bite my lip a little bit. Like, okay, I don't need to know how you do it now. No, you're asking though. How, how can I also explain no, it? No, I just asked how you I did, didn't whip my fucking dick out. I'm just telling you. <laughs> I did the old inverted fucking downward pull. But then I realized she came here for one thing. Yeah. Hammer time. <laughs> so next time she walked by, I was aggressively fucking engaging my core. Just fapping, dude. Just fucking... <laughs> Did she stay and like watch? So at first you like because you know there are there's a hallway where there's cameras they're on the opposite ends, so it made it look like she wasn't doing anything questionable. She was making her walk. Every time she walked by the shower door, 
break her neck, and I just started standing in front of that door, just fucking getting it. <laughs> Is she attractive? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Five, six? Mm, three, four? Nah, she's probably about five. Okay. Mid thirties, blonde hair, country girl. There you go. So yeah, I mean, she was there. I mean, that's all you needed. No, I mean, really, I didn't need her. I was just thinking about the Big Mac. I was like, I can't get, <laughs> I, like, I can't get this Big Mac till I come. <laughs> Baby got Mac. <laughs> All, right. All, right. All right. Next question. question. Jesus, past, 27 questions. And, Damn. Yeah, the one I saw of somebody, they were on question 34. Oh, fuck. In the past three years, have you been outside the United States or Canada? I yes. Haven't. No. Wait. Oh, yeah, I guess I have. I went on that cruise. Yeah. To Mexico. International waters. Okay. Yeah. Good cut. Yeah, you cannot do anything you want in international waters. That's what I found out. What did you try to do that was deemed illegal? I was, I just kept asking. Them. I was like, so where are the monkey knife fights? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I saw this in The Simpsons. I heard this is a thing. This is a real thing. Yeah, they take knives in monkeys' hands and then they just let them go at it. What was the worst thing you did on your cruise? Dude, I had a full-blown conversation with our taxi driver, which I knew didn't know any English, and I was so fucked up, I think I just kept asking, I was like, uh, where's the cocaine at? <laughs> and then Katie got mad at me because she lost me on the port town. Because like I saw, there was two things I wanted from my Mexico trip. Well, actually, three things. I got two. I got a very large sombrero. It's fucking huge. <laughs> Which I bought just for launch show season. I was like, I'm wearing this bitch launch show season. Like, it is aggressively. RIP launch show season. It's like this. Like, it, it flops like wings. Then, one of our coworkers would like drinking mezcal, so I bought me and him a bottle. That's where I lost my wife. Um, almost got talked into buying a pair of boots. Oh, please tell me they're pointy boots. No, 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 no. But they said all kinds. But, like, that's the thing. And on the poor town, it's like they're just any tourists are trying yeah. to suck in. Um, then we got to a um, bar situation for some emeralds, raw cut stones. I kept telling the dude, 600 dog, we'll give you cash right now. He wasn't buying it. And my cousin's husband's like, are you, like he thought I was just being like a smart ass. And I'm like, no, what I'm doing is real dude. Like these motherfuckers are marking up because they know you're coming off the ship. We're sitting here talking about dollars and cents. But what I didn't realize was, as I'm leaving the ship, the guy sold me the fucking Brero hat, because we, we bartered on that. He was trying to sell $30. How much was that, 20? I got it for 20. Okay. He was sitting on 25 for a while, then he pulls a whole spiel about, oh, look, dude, I got fucking kids, and yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, well, maybe they should sell the sombreros, and you get a better job. Yeah. Like, I, like, I mean, don't get me wrong, like, I'm not trying to barter from you, but I pretty well much know that you probably paid your kids pennies on the dollar to make the fucking hat so don't throw fucking little pedro into the mix i can't put that in there well i don't want to throw his real name out there little pedro little pedro, pedro. <laughs> anywho um yeah he had a fucking uh wrestling mask i really wanted one of those and i was kind of pissed i didn't get it but anyways so yeah i'm clicking yes on that one <laughs> Fucking hell, dude! Oh, I can I can answer yes to this too. Mm -hmm. From 1980 through 1996, did you spend time that adds up to three months or more in the United Kingdom? Review the list of countries in the UK. What's going on between those 16 years that makes that a question? Mainly car bombs. Uh, really? The IRA. I mean, the IRA was fucking popping around that time. 
I like how you gave that to me, too. Uh, my family's Irish. Yeah. Uh, and then, well, actually, no, I couldn't say 96. Because I didn't go till 2000. But I went two years in a row, and I spent both summers there. Hanging out with the peoples. Getting acclimated. Shout out to people. I wonder what was happening during those 16 years, though. I mean, was it Thatcher? They're just like, yeah, we don't want that Thatcher. Dude, that bitch. <laughs> she's a bitch, dude. And that's what's called. Probably of, a sickness or something that was. Like Thatcher? Margaret. Thatcher. Out of last name? Yeah. Man. Well, no, oh, no. The big thing with the Irish people that really get her, like, why she's on bad taste and mouth with the Irish people. Girl, I'm thinking about his name. It was through that time, is every time they were arresting people from the IRA, they were throwing them in jail, and then a lot of these guys were doing hunger strikes. Yeah. And so it became a big political movement over there that they were arresting these guys, yada, 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 and then these dudes are on a hunger strike. You yada, yada, yada through a big part of that. Well, no, 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 but I, I just want because I don't need to tell you the whole story. Like, it's yeah, fucking history. You know what happened. Yeah, yeah. But no, the no, point I mean. was, was Margaret Thatcher said, like, we're not going to fucking succumb to these terrorist demands. Mm -hmm. They weren't eating because they were getting treated unfairly. You know what I mean? So they would, they were trying to like, and eat up, and eat up, and this bitch wouldn't fucking let it roll. And then, shout out to Bobby Sands, you know, he died. Bobby Sands, yeah, I bet there's a great movie that Michael Falsman was in. Oh, like, that movie's fucking epic, dude. It's so good. <laughs> shout out Falsman for, and Steve McQueen for making that movie. Yes, yeah. That was his first movie. Oh, that shit was a good movie, dude. Oh. It was so depressing, too. It's so epic. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, yeah. Because when I was there, when I went, I was there during the Mad Cow disease. Oh, during the 2000s, yeah. And um, that's how I got caught by customs mm -hmm. on our way back home. For Con just being in the area? Well, no. So, what happened was <laughs> my connecting flight was in Chicago O'Hare. Mm -hmm. So, uh, get there, you're going through the screening process, yada, yada, yada. Um, customs guys like are there any shoes on your persons that you're not wearing currently I didn't think of the question at the time so I snapped off I was like I have a pair of dress shoes in my, in my bag so any shoes that you had they were taking them and essentially they were washing them down like sanitizing them shit like that <laughs> so the guy's like alright cool man just go in this line uh, pull the shoes out for people I was like alright I like just turned 16 it's like the summer of me being 16 first time to fly international by myself and what happens this customs agent opens up my bag there's three cartons of cigarettes <laughs> four liters of whiskey oh my god Russ Patty's Irish whiskey if you ever had it it's fucking phenomenal so the guy's first response was actually like like clearly I'm already breaking it because apparently you can only have you, you have two, two clear. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but you can have up to two cartons and I think two liters. Yeah. So he's like, well, you're breaking that rule. <laughs> and he's like, on top of that, you're fucking 16. He's <laughs> like, it's like the most truest Southside Chicago voice. And I'm like, well, to tell you the truth, it was legal where I bought it at. You know, but that's, I was, well, first off, I was scared. I was like, oh, fuck, I fucked up here. Mm -hmm. I actually had a open pack of cigarettes in my pocket so I did the old fucking got rid of them hoes because my whole defense was telling the guy I was like look man my dad fucking you know cigarettes are very cheaper he told me about bring back up cartons mm -hmm. I didn't buy them but in Ireland you can if you're 16 or older so shout out to the country man keeping it real so yeah eventually and I feel like this Chicago guy was such a fucking uh, hard ass 
No, I was gonna say uh, crooked. <laughs> because after they wash my shoes, he's like, I'm taking one of these bottles of whiskey and two of your cartons of cigarettes. And the fact, you know, I'm, I'm on kid size. My fact, you're not gonna call my mom. <laughs> when take it. <laughs> I did my mom found all that shit. I come home from work. I come home from the airport. She's like, hadn't seen me in like three, four months. Like, just whatever. Kiss on her baby boy. You know, I'm the best. Um, and she's like, here, I'm going to wash your clothes for you. Opens up. She's like, what the fuck is this? I'm like, I bought back gifts for my brothers and my dad. And she's like, you brought back whiskey and cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. So, for other than that, we can answer no to that question. Jesus Christ. <laughs> From 1980 through 96, were you a member of the U.S. military, a civilian military employee, or a defendant of a member of the U.S. military? So I'm feeling like these questions, yeah, like, like what's this 16-year gap that we're having to worry about? Like, what was going on in the world, dude? Yeah, I want to know, do we just have an affinity for Reagan and Bush? Gulf War Syndrome? Yeah. Diet Cokes? Aspartame? Cancer? Uh, who knows? The one year's bitch. I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why these 16 years are specific. To that them. is very specific. Yeah, why not? Just crack that. Just crack that? Why not? Yeah. And from Who's 1980... Huh? Who was that one for? I was holding it for brief. From 80 to present, do you spend time that adds up here. to five years or more in Europe? We can say no to that one. No, to spend more than five years in Europe. Wait. Ooh. From the 80s to the present, did you receive a blood transfusion in the United Kingdom or France? Yeah. At first, I thought it said Kingdom of France. I was like, God damn, they're back on that shit, huh? <laughs> they're back to the aristocracy. <laughs> yeah, uh, just in case y'all didn't know, it didn't really end well for y'all last time. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag nobody forgets. Hashtag off your head, bitch. <laughs> uh, Hashtag eat your cake. Hey, not much longer. Uh, so yeah, I guess we can. I've never had blood transfusion in the UK or France. Yeah, me either. Now I did get the scar in Ireland, and a lot of times, a lot of times when people see that, they think I like try to Which kill scar? myself. Let's call my wrist. So a lot of times oh. when people see it, they're like, "You hurt yourself?" I'm like, "Well, no, I'm not a dumbass. I know to go fucking straight up." Yeah. But um, no, I was doing. Um, so when I was in Ireland, I was actually working for room and board on the family-owned dairy farm. My mom's maiden name, O'Donovan. They still have a dairy farm. It's, uh, I can't remember the name of the town. I'm trying to think of the town. It's right outside of, I think the major city is outside of Limerick, I believe. Anyways, uh, we were building a breathing nook for my great aunt. They wanted a sidewalk. Well, over there, their soil is very rocky. So, homeboy's got a fucking pile of this slate rock, real thin cut shit. I jump on the shovel hit a rock in the soil, lose my balance, fall on the slate, not realizing that when I landed, it split my fucking wrist open. I go back to digging, next thing I know, it's like there's just blood all over the place. Yikes. And very casually, fucking pinched up my wrist a little bit. Went to go find my cousin Donald. Do a cheap bandage. He's like, yeah, you know what, don't work no more. Uh, the show that goes on in Ireland at that time, it was <laughs> real popular for everybody. <laughs> of course it was. Dukes of Hazzard. Those Irish boys love some Daisy Duke. Really? Yeah, of course she got fat and old. God. <laughs> well, I mean, she really let herself go in the later years, I'm just saying. 
anyways, um, yeah, so, and what, I think Ireland's eight hours ahead of us in Houston, give or take? Uh, yes. So, yes. I, like, I called my mom, because I call her about every other day. Called her, she's like, what's going on? I tell her about this little accident. She's like, oh my gosh, so she's kind of freaking out. I'm like, oh, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. I had to call her back because my great aunt, Bridget, bless her heart, because she's a farming lady. She saw the wound, and I shit you not, this lady comes in with the biggest fucking sewing needle I've ever seen in my life. She's like, I'll stitch you up. And at first, I'm trying to be nice, trying to be nice. Finally, I'm like, I'd rather bleed out. Because by this time, we had already like wrapped it enough where the bleeding stopped. So I didn't feel the need to fucking have this lady stitch me up, some 85-year-old that's handshake too much. Like, I was like, I'd rather die in this fucking lovely country. Whatever. So I had to call my mom. I was like, please tell this bitch not to fucking <laughs> touch me with a needle. <laughs> Have you ever been pregnant? Are you pregnant now? Why are you looking at me? I don't know. That's a no, obviously. That's I don't have a vagina. Have you ever had a positive test for HIV or HIV or AIDS? No. How about a single AID? No. Okay. Not have that you? I'm aware. I mean, have you ever been tested? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, the first time I got tested was when I went to prison. That's scary waiting for those results. Oh, I assume. Just because your mind fucking runs with it, dude. I actually don't think I've ever been tested. Because you're like, yeah. Yeah, because, yeah. hey, believe it or not, when I first came out of prison, I was holding the sheet they gave me, like, where I was like, it showed all the stuff they tested me for, and I was like, showing bitches, I like, I can bang you no Jimmy. I'm clean. <laughs> I'm clean, girl. Banging bitches with no Jimmy. Banging bitches with no Timmy's. <laughs> I really, if, if ever I get fired or quit, I'm really glad that's the lasting impression that I've left. Is that one line? Just all I'm saying. Hashtag slut life. Hashtag slut life. Hashtag banging bitches with no Jimmy's. <sighs> Not that I'm any of those things in real life, but I'm not at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't say it so quickly. <laughs> hey, let's be real here. Yeah, I am begging bitches Alright, question 34. Have you ever used needles to take drugs, steroids, or anything not prescribed by your doctor? I can say yes to this. I honestly know. Oh, the alcohol. Yeah. The last podcast we did, I uh, had my buddy who was a combat field medic. Mm-hmm. He hooked me up Main to an IV, and then he mainlined straight booze, straight Canadian whiskey Were you in not my here arm. For that? No! He had oh, left after that. They had just taken off. You went for the yeah, podcast. He, just, he took off on that trip. I am a no on that. But yeah, so I'm a yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. Have you ever received money, drugs, or other payments for sex? Yes. Yes, <laughs> I, yes I am. Hard yes. Yeah. Money, huh. drugs, or payment for sex. Wait, why is that? Bonerific, yes. Why is that a... What That's is that the a way of saying if you haven't had sex with a prostitute, it's because you, you are a prostitute. <laughs> Hashtag twenty bucks is twenty bucks. <laughs> I definitely have received booze for a one night stand. Is that the story we talked about? No, different okay. story. <laughs> I live a very transient sexual life. Yeah. <laughs> also very lonely. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Uh, as far as what was your story? You received money for sex. Uh, what was it? what was the options? It wasn't money. It was uh. Oh, they took some pictures of his feet. Okay. Well, what? yeah, I, I mean it. <laughs> what? So, 
it wasn't for sex, but I used to make uh, jerk-off videos for this big gay dude. Uh, not big as in weight. We're not, we're no, yeah. Not yeah no, big as in weight, yeah. No, he's fat. No, yeah, no, not a fat guy. He's a bigger dude. Uh, he's a huge black dude. His name is Omar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit about his name. I've never seen I haven't seen Again, him. Again, you're oh, not legal. Yeah. yeah. You're not getting it, though, dude. But, uh, no, I, uh, I got hooked up with him to a friend that had lived with me at the time and he's like dude like, all you gotta do is meet him and like talk to him for a sec and if he likes you then he'll pay you like 400 bucks for a 10 minute jerk off video from neck down and you have to show your feet but you have to show your feet yeah he's super into feet so I thought alright cool you know whatever I don't have like super aggressive identifiable tattoos like my I have douchebag stars everybody has fucking stars on their chest everybody like, fucking a Russian goon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, no, nah, so I made like three different videos. And the funny part was. Wait, so 75 bucks? No, 400. Oh. $400. So you pulled about 1200 before you started asking. Well, I was supposed to. So here's what happened I made the first video and I sent it to him. I wouldn't send it to him over the internet. I told him I'll have to, I have to deliver a flash drive. He's like, I have to, del- he goes, I have to deliver them. Personally, yeah, I have to deliver a flash drive with yeah. it on there. I'm not even sending it over he's here. Like, he's like, don't wear any shoes. That's exactly what he said. Oh, oh God. <laughs> so it was. He just got all dirty when now. You meet him, when you meet him. When like, you meet him. He's like, well, when you pull up. You know the Mercedes dealership? Off uh, I-10 oh over God damn it, dude. Yeah, <laughs> right yeah. Your location. Yeah, I love it. This was like 12 years ago. I really hope, no, I really hope that dealership is still like a hotbed for transactions. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, it was just, it was just a place that was like in between. Shout out to Omar. Yeah. Get, where's my money? If that deal's still there. It's not as willing to, you know, do it again. Yeah, totally. Yeah, let's round it up though. Yeah. But so he would, he would okay, so I would record it, and I, I, I after I made the video, uh, I told him like, what the did next he couple, do that he could pay four hundred bucks for your video? Because I'm sure he was a drug dealer. dealer. Uh, yeah, and he had a he had a very lucrative actual job too. Oh, so uh, it's a twofer. Yeah, yeah, yeah selling videos of white boys jerking off. No, it's real estate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyways. <laughs> So, he, uh, I told him, you know, hey, the video's done, I'm not going to send it over the internet, I'll bring you a flash drive with it on it. Yeah. So, we meet up, and he always wanted to meet at the weird times, like, 11.45 at, at, this, at the place. So, the first time I went, I was, uh, I brought my buddy, uh, we call him Sean, uh, I brought him with me, so he's, you know. We talked for a sec, I handed it over, and he's like, hey, uh, next time you come, I'll give you an extra 50 if you, you know, get it next time you come. Hey, yeah, <laughs> we got it, yeah. Uh, yeah, pick that up, dude. Yeah. He's like, if you show up with no like no shoes or socks on, I'll give you an extra 50 bucks. And I was like, all right, cool, you know, as long as you ain't touching my feet, I'm cool. So I got 300 for the first one, and he's like, I'll, I'll give you the other 100 when you do the next one, or whatever. So I was like, okay, cool. So Wait, he's so re-explaining you. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. But here's the thing. For sure. I'm looking at it like this. Yeah, I paid $300 for 10 minutes. Yeah, that's a solid rate. Yeah. That's way better than the Chick-fil-A sandwiches in the drive-thru. Yeah. So, <laughs> so he, made, he made me wait like, like two weeks, and then I made another one, and then we met again. And I showed up with sandals on. I wasn't about to walk around there with no shoes, but I showed up on like, you know, open, open foot sandals. 
like, all right, cool, I'll give you an extra thing on 20 bucks. Uh, so he hands me $220, and I was like, okay. This he's is like, you're a little short there, bud. <laughs> he's like, he's so like, are you. He's like, yeah, I haven't been selling any houses, so like, you know, Marcus trash, I'll, I'll make up for it. And I was like, okay, cool, This is whatever. in the stock market. Yeah, I, yeah, I was also very young and yeah. needed money. How, so the 80, the 80 bucks? I was like, okay, so 12 years ago, I'd have been 19. Yeah, 19. Uh, 19's in a pressure plate. Got it. Yeah. Okay. He's like, I oh, may yeah, have been the 20. house market's down, so you can't pay me 80 bucks. Like, fuck I may have been actually 20. Oh, so, so this is actually legitimately during the housing crash. I think so, yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so like, I don't know. So, but I, I also wasn't the first, the only dude that he was doing this with. So, who knows? Yeah. Anyways. It's, it's really the numbers game. So, the uh, the third time, uh, he makes you wait like a month and a half, I want to say. And so hopefully he's back on his money. He's like, all right, I'll give you to make up. I'll give you six hundred. He owed me like seven hundred. I want to say. He's like, I'll give you six hundred. So I meet and I'm like all out. I'm like, fuck it. I show up with no shoes on, no socks. Walk out, hand him the USB. And he hands me like, I think it was like another two fifty or something. And I was like, all right, man, this is this is over. Like, I'm, this is money, but like. Uh, you're, you're just playing me. Yeah. And I don't know if these are going on websites. Because they probably are. That's like a, what's it called? A girls do Pornhub Club. Yeah. It's the same thing. They thought they were doing personal videos, and the next thing you know, they're on I'm the probably on the internet jerk off somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Minus the ones that I've made already. For my personal life. Uh, but no, yeah, I made, you know, $800, $900 essentially 30 minutes of my life. That was cool with it. I saw him at a party like a year or something later and I was kind of like, hey man, you know, you still a, is the offer still on the table? Like, you know, I'm kind of hard up right now. And he's like, oh. He's like, hell yeah, you are. No, and then he literally goes, I don't know what you're talking about, man. I was like, oh, oh yeah, I'm the wrong person, man, my bad. He's a scary dude. He's, he's kind of a scary dude, but he's super gay. And super effeminate. So it was sure. But it was like it was that dude, this is big black dude, he's probably like six four, like three fifty, like muscly. And it's like big huge long dreads. You know, scary looking dude. You're nineteen, small white kid, Jack. Yeah. 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 I still I don't have his number, but again, I'm sure I can contact him. Again, I think the market for cake farts is going to be a real thing. Yeah, probably. I don't understand yeah. it, but no, yeah, that's my. Um, you don't need to understand it. It's just a. It's just one of those things that happens to you. That's my. You try to find logic. You're going to find yourself down a deep wormhole. That's my quote unquote money for sex. I have another one. It's just about booze, but it's. Yeah, we'll skip over that. Yeah, it's, right, it's not that great. Right, so let's get to the next question. Have you ever had malaria? No. That bitch on the corner? I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> that hell is not up. No, I've never had malaria. I don't think we're going to get any interesting stories of malaria. Uh, what? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I've never been to Egypt or... Malaria-ridden countries? Or kind of malaria-ridden... Dude, why get you weird drunk? <laughs> I haven't been drunk on wine in years. I don't even know how to pronounce that. Babe Iosis? <laughs> Bob Iosis? Yeah. What is Bob that? Bob Iosis. Let's look up what that is yes. first before we go see yeah. There, I'll make it easy so you don't have to close that out. No, no, I don't close that out. Add another show out, dude. Just copy and paste. And he's already there. Yeah. 
Yeah, but as you look at the right. It's caused by microscopic parasites that affect red blood cells and it's spread by certain ticks. So essentially, it's any deadly disease that affects your red blood cells. Malaria like parasitic disease. Uh, malaria like, or you know, you can even say, um, what's that, a tick disease? It is most common in northeastern and midwestern United States and parts of Europe. What's, is that like Lyme disease? It's probably pretty close. Like, you know, you can get it. It's a banging chick that had a lot of disease. How <laughs> was that? I didn't even really know. Like, I mean, there wasn't I mean, they're like, pretty healthy, like, usually. But what, how did you find out she had Lyme disease? She just told you, yeah, I got Lyme disease. Yeah, yeah. You're, no. you're going to be fine. We can still oh, no, I can tell you right now. Because look. Babiosis can be severe life-threatening disease, particularly in people who do not have a spleen. Oh, that's okay. shout out to those people. Yeah. Uh, because, here's why. Are, are, you, are you looking this person up on Facebook? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that we cannot name. Her. No, I'm not gonna name her like that because she hates my fucking guts. I mean, we'll see her name, but no, yeah. I really love that. Yeah, like yeah, I used to bang this person. Well, no, here's the thing. So I banged her for. I was banging her for a good while. Is that the person? Yeah, I did a couple salty things to her that pissed her off. But oh my gosh, she just looks angry. Yeah, because of fucking she ain't getting that rust dick. Let <laughs> <laughs> me see. Hold on though, but it's like one of her posts. Literally, like one of her pictures. Oh my like, god! I have Lyme disease. <laughs> like, like that was my that? Thing. Like I don't know. I can't remember exactly, but it was like it was like one day I'm scrolling, and it's like one of these pictures with like the words or whatever. And I'm like, okay, all right, yeah, this and that, blah blah blah, and it's like, oh, I have Lyme disease. Like, oh, if you're not friends with her. You can't see your posts. She's yeah. private. I saw it the yeah. other day though. I thought because she says it on there. Maybe like, you're afraid. He's like, man, fucking. Look at the picture. Yeah. First of all, she just looks angry. Very. Yeah, that first picture is uh, aggressive, unattractive. Yeah, look at that. Is she from Baytown? No, she's from Deer Park. <laughs> That's Deer. Deer Park, shout out. Yeah, she, did she ever do meth? No. Huh? You know, just a. I got Lyme disease. Yeah, she do with that penis though. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, the crazy looking angry chicks are usually the best in bed. Oh, this is the one that uh, she had a fucking dude and she wanted me to cuck him. Like, hey, can he stand in the corner? Like, because I was banging her, dude, for like a year. Where, like, he lived with her, like, she lived with her parents. She has uh, mental health issues. We'll say that. Clearly. So she was living with her parents. <laughs> Russ's opportunity. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, no, I actually got, like, I'm like I've known. Right, here's the thing about this person. I've known her since I was in junior high, so I will say this: she is an awkward girl. I know that, but I've known her so long, and I'm talking about like I've known her before there was any kind of like sexual attraction or anything like that. You know what I mean? Like just one of these people that well, you yeah. you've known since you grown up you know what i mean like yeah. to call him yeah. out and shit or like uh so i've known like i've known her since junior high um met her through mutual friends um seventh or eighth grade i found out that she actually had a crush on me but like i said she was like it's seventh or eighth grade like what's a crush you know yeah whatever years go by i'm out of high school Actually, I think it's before I went to prison. It is before I was prison. But anyways, I'm on Facebook, 
and I run into homegirl. So we kind of were like sitting there doing the whole fucking just kind of chatting back and forth, blah, blah. And she was just like, I've always had a crush on you. So my first thought is, if she's saying this, there's more to that. So I'm like, we should hang out. She's like, that'd be cool. Can we go to your place? Well, at the time, I couldn't. I was like, how about your place? She's like, well, my parents won't really mind, but my boyfriend might. Whoa. So I was like, look, we don't even need to hang out in your house. I was like, let me just come by. We'll like chop it up, maybe go on a little walk, blah, 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 this and that. I meet her at her house. She hops in the truck. There's a park by her house. And in the park, we're just hanging out, talking, blah, 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 both smoking cigarettes, just kind of catching up. She starts telling me that A, boyfriend she cares about, B, he has a small wiener, and C, he is not sexually experienced for her liking. Um, this is when this comes into play that she would like to maybe try some weird wiener, you know, some fresh meat. I then tell her I'm more than willing to be that guy. So, I feel like I get put on on, on blast right off the bat. She's like, whip your dick out. Let me see it. I was like, whoa, oh shit. I was like, all right. I was like, can you give me like two minutes? Like, you know what I mean? Like, let me, <laughs> let me process. Yeah, yeah, let me pump this up. So anyways, whip out the dick. She starts stroking it and just immediately starts fucking just piecing me up at this <laughs> public park. It's like nice. 8.30 at night. Yeah, one of those. Oh, dude, it was awesome. Slow job in a public park? God, Definitely. dude, she was... She was. That only happens when you're young, and you're somewhere between, like... Not true. 12, no, see, I think... Yeah, not true. Because of that's this, I feel, like, I feel like voyeurism yeah. could be a thing in my life. Not true. It's like, oh, I think... I think, uh, I think now... I public all day. Don't yeah, no, shit. yeah. No, but it's, it's like... Totally it's, it's the thrill of getting caught that makes it that much more great. I feel like for Because we got caught that night. I was I was raw like that's what happened. The blowjob was so good that I immediately was like, "Hold on, like I guess I could have been a selfish guy because dude, it was it was it was a decent BJ." But I'm like, "Fuck it, I'm trying to get in this hoe's guts right now." I'm like, "Let me fuck you." <laughs> she bends over, drops panties over the picking table, and I'm just getting it. There you go. Here's what happens though: the park sits on an L-shaped street, so I'm hitting it. I notice a cop car driving. But here's the catch. When the cop cars always turn, or any car turns on that street, if you're looking on the other side of that building, you can see the brake lights. So there's a speed bump there. I don't see brake lights. So it automatically makes think. That cop just pulled into the parking lot. <laughs> About this time, a guy comes out of nowhere, walking his Shih Tzu dog, smoking a cigarette. And I was like, hey, man, you just favor? He's like, yeah, what's up, bro? I was like... <laughs> You have a conversation with this well, guy. Well, like when I told her, I was like, I think the cops are out here. She freaks out. We put our shit all back on. Homeboy then shows up. I'm like, do you know if there's a cop car out there? So like, yeah, yeah. They're looking at some, you know, Ford truck out there. Well, my truck's parked there. Like, oh fuck, all right. And he's like, Come on, big red? No, no, no. I had a newer truck at the time. I was like, all right, fuck, man. Okay, cool. Thanks. Appreciate it. I'm on papers. I got weed in my car. I don't want to talk to the cops. Fuck no. I then realized that once I had a conversation with this guy, I was like, wait, wait, wait. I was like, where have you been this whole time? And homeboy I straight up tells us, he's like, because on the other end, of, on the other side of that park's a trailer park. And this was like, oh, I was just sitting in the bushes smoking a cigarette watching y'all do it. <laughs> was, yeah. 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 Hey, yeah. So anyways. What was your second question? Did you enjoy the show? 
No, no, no. I think I was more thinking about like I didn't want to control the cops, so I go around. Dude, I get in the weirdest conversation, and but by the way, it's a female fucking cop. She's like, you know, the park's closed at nighttime. I was like, oh, I was like, I know it's nighttime. I didn't know like I couldn't be in the park. She's like, no, you can. But she's like, the reason I came was because you parked your car on the property, and that's one of the things we don't like. So you park on the street and y'all can walk around yeah. in this park, you know? Yeah. So anyways, but then she's kind of like figuring out like, what are y'all doing in a park? Like, what are what are two early twenty year old kids doing in a park? After dark. Either drugs or sex. Yes. So I tell her, I was like, well, look, I've known this chick a long time. She's in a relationship. I can't hang out at her house because her boyfriend feel weird about that. So we came down here to the park just to chop it up. So she's like, so right now her boyfriend's at their house while you're down here at the park with her talking. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I feel like the conversation's going bad because she's like, see, Aria starts going back to my truck. I'm like, hold on. So you can tell she's been cheated on. Probably. I don't know. But here's the one thing I do know. In the city of Deer Park, at this time, I'd say there was less than six females on the police force. Now, the one with the longest tenor, baddest bitch I know, old Sue, one of my dad's drinking buddies from back in the day, but she was a military cop for 15 years, and she's actually the first cop that Deer Park hired as a female and she's been with them like she retired and she did 35 years with Deer Park Police Department. So she's fair and just oh, chill. No, yeah, real chill. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, but like towards the end of her career, she was just doing the nighttime jail watching just because it was easy for her. But she was my, when I was around Deer Park, she, she loved me and my brother so much. She was the fucking my scapegoat if I ever had to talk to Deer Park cops. I'm like, if you talk to Sue Blank, she'll verify for me. Yeah. So that's what I do. I was like, you know, Sue? She said, oh, you fucking name dropping right now? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I was like, look, I was like, I know this story's coming off to you weird, but real talk, if you talk to Sue, I, she's known my family for a long time, like, blah, 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 and she does. She calls her Roth Rip. She's like, Russell, adorable, love that kid. He's good, don't fuck with him. Homegirl hangs on the phone. She tells me what she thinks is really going on, what she nails it on the head. And this is what I realized. The whole time I was talking to that lady, I got a raging boner and gym shorts. Like I'm like, sh like she, she ends up telling me, she's like, looking at your dick. And I looked down and I was just like, pushing up through the gym shorts, like standing at full attention. She's like, yeah, you weren't, you're doing a lot more than talking. No, I just find a woman in uniform very sexy. Yeah, I, I'm turned on. And then, yeah, then the homegirl was like, she felt all weird about finishing up. I was like, let's, let's go bang by the slide. <laughs> so I knew you were going to say slide. Yeah, the jungle gym, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, but I pissed her off a couple times because, hey, I felt like um, she was really pushing the whole, like, I want my fucking boyfriend to sit in the corner while you bang me. And I was like, I didn't know Did how to. It? No, it wasn't that. To me at the time, I, it's not that I consider it weird or even emasculating. It, to me, it just wasn't my, it wasn't my groove. Like, it wasn't my thing. Like, I was like, look, I'm all, I'm all about banging you. I'm all about banging you while your boyfriend's in the other room. Or in the other room, I'm all about banging you in this park. I don't want to watch some dude sitting in the corner, jerking it, watching okay. me just like handle his old lady. It's a little bit weird to me. Sorry, can't do it. Have you ever received a brain covering graft or Xeno transplantation product? Nope. Yeah, hard pass. Yeah, if you don't understand the words, chances are you probably don't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you would know. You're at any type of cancer, including leukemia. No. Uh, might have cancer, don't know yet. 
I live in Pasadena, dude. I feel like anybody that lives in Pasadena's chances of cancer are fucking high. <laughs> and you're a smoker, so. Have you ever had any problems with your heart or lungs? Uh, my heart's fucking bleeding inside, and I can't breathe. Wait, what? That's a real question. Question 41. Question 41. Do you actually, is your heart actually bleeding? I feel like everybody's heart's bleeding. Oh, oh emotionally. It's like, is there no, actually, they say if you inhale cigars, that your heart uh, will bleed. True, true. If you Shout out to all my black and mild smokers. Fuck them. <laughs> Have you ever had any problems with your heart? Yeah, this bitch who broke it the other yeah, day. Yeah, <laughs> that bitch who broke my heart, yeah. Goddamn Caroline. Yeah. You're Caroline. Caroline! Yeah, I can't yeah. breathe after watching episode five of Tiger King. Oh, oh God. God. Please stop. Have any of your relatives had this disease, but it essentially leads to dementia and death, so <laughs> we'll say no. That's depressing. <laughs> That's it. That's it. So That's it. it's a forty-three question questionnaire. You recording? <laughs> you can re- you can review your responses. I wonder if they then select you based off of that. Yeah, like how many knows you? I get or yeses in that opinion to be like, yeah, we don't want your blood. I think I it's just it's one. Situational. I think it's like one. Situational, just like uh, picking up a girl. It's all situational. Yeah. <laughs> Actually. This brings up a question that I've brought up to multiple people. Uh, they find it very engaging, and I find it very lame because we've all been there. Um, how racist does someone have to be before you stop being interested in having sex or having sex with them? So, I, I wouldn't say the sex part, but my, my buddy, uh, I won't say his name. But he likes to use the hard R, ironically. Not against black people or anything like that. Oh, the hard well, kind of. Hard, yeah. Kind of against black people. Yeah. Whatever. Alright. What were we talking about? Sleeping with racist people? How racist is someone... Before you can't have sex with them? Yeah. Because I've asked this a lot of questions. I had someone tell me that they kept banging it two more times before they cut it off. After they found out how racist they could be. Uh, uh, hmm. Or... or homophobic, transphobic, being that you know like you're like out a socially, skinhead or something not, you're out no. socially and they drop some like you know yeah I, I think there's i think these people are less superior than us yeah and you go whoa that's a definite no for me see so again how far into it before you go no or have you known someone and then you later discovered oh no they're they clearly i feel like it also has to deal with how racist you are most people that, uh, you know, they come around racist people, they're immediately like, oh yeah, dude, he's kind of fucking racist, she's kind of racist. And they distance themselves. I feel like the only people that would have to deal with that are people that are low-key racist themselves or are just so removed from society that they don't give a shit. And they're just looking to get some puss. I don't know, Russ, I feel like you have something to say about this. So I was working in a, uh, 
Beaumont, Port Arthur area. A couple of months along right now. About seven years ago. Anywho, I go to. What was it? I was over there working. Um, I was living with my dad. He was in a corporate apartment because he was working for Shell. Anyways, well, every night, man, like some guy, usually a local, would take my dad out to eat for dinner. Whatever, you know, my dad's from a bigger plant in a bigger city, yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. Um, so I got to really enjoy Beaumont, Port Arthur nightlife for about a year. Um, solid area to party in. Uh, it's just a little bit different, but uh, that was a. Uh, I was in there when I saw my the first. Uh, I saw my first ever cops and firefighter boxing match. That was pretty dope. Uh, I also saw the largest uh, pit smoker by record. It was at the same place. It is literally on eighteen wheeler trailer. Um, the truck that pulls it in is a fucking badass fucking Peterbilt. But literally, the first 15 feet of the trailer is a fully enclosed walk-in freezer. What the fuck? So, like, they can stock all the meat in there, and then the pit, yeah, dude. Yeah, you got a lot of meat And the pit's, like, oh, I mean, dude, it's... 30, 40 feet It was long. huge. I think, I think the pit's called T-Rex. It's fucking massive. Uh, you can, like, actually um, book oh. this thing for, like, certain events if you want to. Anywho. How much that I was driving around, and so now this is before really... The big dating sites, the big dating or sleeping like apps you had came like around. Okay, Cupid or well, like Bastion. Well, yeah, but like what happened like in Texas because I saw these in smaller towns, but I, I first noticed it in the Bowen area, there was small websites. There were dating websites, but just for those communities. So I, th I think the website was like. Oh my beauty! No, no, because like well, because over there it's it's the tri it's the, what do they call it? it's like a tri city area. Because since you have Beaumont, Port Arthur, and there's another third town, Orange, I think. So it's like, it's a tri-state, or tri-city area, or something like that, whatever. So, I go on this website one night, and I find this, like, uh, end up talking to like, this really cute Texas country girl. She was pretty smoking hot. We go out one night. We go to this famous fucking bar over there in the Beaumont area. Yeah. Um, we had a great time. She's cool, she's funny. She's laid back. She lets me hit it the first night. She lets me hit it the first night. Yeah. For those who don't know, that is uh, one of our fearless owners. This episode is dedicated to the blood test. I gotta edit that out. We did, we did all the questionnaires, so every time we did a question, we would do a little story about it. One of oh. them was, from 1980 to 1996, have you traveled outside the U.S., specifically the U.K. and France? We are like, why is that specific? I think you might count, right? No. Well, no, that was, no, that, that, that was after 96. So it's like 80 to 96. The only thing we could piece together was the... When they said UK, I was thinking of Margaret Thatcher, that bitch. The IRA. Yeah, IRA. I don't think... What the fuck did they care about the IRA? I don't fucking know. Because I host this podcast, the IRA, dude. It has to be a song. Margaret Thatcher's a cunt. Do they ask if you went to Europe between 1980 and 1996. Well, they, the, the questions, yeah, they give it. We don't know that yet. So, anywho, but we also wow, he's trying to figure this out. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Huh? 
So when they asked you 1980, 1996, because Mad Cow, I guess, got here not until 2000, but it was ah, you're right. No, it was over there. They had it there and contained it there. Yes, that's right. That's right. Okay. Inbred ass cows. Well, then they also asked you a question from 1980 to now. What was 1980 to 1996? Did you live there? Yeah. Well, no. There was also another question between 1980 and now. Yeah. It was something in regards to traveling abroad, specifically to UK. Europe, but we don't know what that question was. You can hear, but for that, I don't know. But they, the <laughs> India and all those things Look, because of malaria. All we're establishing is that Russia was being oppressed on during that time. Yeah. <laughs> Hard. Wait, wait, yeah, go back to when the lady let you hit it. So, no. But then this girl invites me. We go out like three or four more times after this. Well, to set it up for Juggy. So, Juggy, we asked the question, this may be relevant to you. We asked. How racist does someone have to be before you stop having sex or don't have sex with them? This is interesting that you asked this question. <laughs> yes! Yes, dude. I've had a lot of stories about this. What, do you want to put one in while you're waiting? Okay, recently, recently, there is this, a married woman mm-hmm. who started to like befriend me and I couldn't figure out why she was doing this. Mm-hmm. And it was a little sketchy and she's like super country and she's super sweet and stuff. We had an open conversation, just friendly, nothing nothing bad happened, whatever. But I was like, what's going on? And I came up with this whole story because... What was the story? Wait, hold on. What's the rating? What's the PC level on this podcast? Oh, I'm supposed oh, to do that. So, oh, okay. Austin goes... Okay, Nate, you can't use Apple. Okay, okay, okay. He goes, maybe you're the brown on the way to the black. It's a transition for her. She's gonna go solid black dick. She's like, ain't no, yeah, I exactly. little brown. It's like how Derek goes from like, yeah, you smoke marijuana once, now you're sucking dick. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. So yeah, so I was like, dude, this could be, this could be. She's been married for twenty something years, like young, like not even forty, but married since she was seventeen, eighteen years old, like whatever. Uh, so that could be a thing. And I was like, all right, I, I hope. God, she never hears this. And if you do, I apologize. <laughs> I didn't actually believe it. Well, honestly, you're you're allowed to not use the actual name. Yeah, yeah. So but I'm saying she knows she, she hears a short answer. Okay. But anyways, so then I was like, all right, well, I could be down if that's the case. And, <laughs> so, and then, and then, uh, and so then we came up with a story. Me and me and the person who lives behind my house, who also lives here or works here, came up with a story to tell. Said Austin when he got back home. That basically what had happened was I asked her what was up and I thought it was a little weird that she was being so friendly and stuff and she was married and that's all good but I just want to clarify where we're at etc etc and she told me that she dropped the N-bomb <laughs> and her friends called her racist so she decided so to sleep with somebody wrong, she was gonna fuck me. <laughs> The second story, the second story is... Okay, but that story is not true. That none, what happened is true, but none of the things that I said. <laughs> okay. Okay, the second, second story. story, I've only been on one dating app ever. Mm-hmm. And I was on it recently, it's about, whatever, six, seven months ago. Mm-hmm. I meet an Argentinian actress, like a soap opera actress from Argentina who's trying to make it in LA now, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, whatever. <clears throat> we're hanging out. Everything is fine, and we're talking about all the time I've spent in Argentina, and I'm like, yeah, we're bonding, this and that. She's eating a regular burger because she's Argentina, and I'm eating a Beyond Burger because I'm me. And we're talking, whatever. And out of nowhere, she goes, 
I don't like black people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, at this point, we were vibing, and I thought I'm, we might have gone no off. There's no segue. I, I feel like there was something on the TV, like a Die Hard movie. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I can fuck it out of 
some of them. I don't know. <laughs> Did you ever think maybe you could fuck it out of someone before? Uh, no, but I definitely thought I could fuck intelligence into people. You can base that on my ex-girlfriends. <laughs> it, 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 works, it works for the time that we dated, and after that, it just like goes to shit. <laughs> it's like All right, I gotta go. Call me upstairs. All right, for the next spot. That was a solid guest spot. That was solid. Solid guest spot. Um. I remember where I was at now. So, Russ, yeah, I don't think we finished with your story. No, no, that's what we're doing. Yeah. So, yeah. I went on like a couple of like, no, oh, you missed solid, solid, solid shit, dude. Spot. Yeah, it was, pretty, it was pretty fucking solid. Well, I think I can edit it, so, yeah. So, went out a couple times with this girl, like two or three times, and it was mainly the same thing. That's was meeting out somewhere around that area, hitting a bar up, doing some dancing, all that bullshit. The weekend rolls around. So it had been about roughly a week since I've met her online, chatted for a day or two, met in person. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> so she's like, hey, she's like, I really don't feel like going into town tonight. I was curious, you want to come out to where I stay at? I'm with some of my friends and family. We're just having a little barbecue, drinking some beer out in the country, all that shit. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Tell her to send me the address. I started driving. And the first thing that pops up was, I'm probably about five, ten minutes away from the address. And I realized something. She lives in the town of Vider, Texas. Oh, nice. Yeah, so the first thing that pops up is... Set up Vider, Texas for people who don't Yeah, know. if you've never lived in Texas, it is probably one of the most racist towns. It is still a very active hotbed for the KKK. It is where a, yeah. It's the hometown of the KKK in, in Texas. There is a sign that apparently... I don't know if it's apparently still up, but the last time I heard about it, it was still up. Big ass billboard. I've driven, I've driven through Vider. I did not see that billboard, but I know what you're talking about. I I told my mom, look down and just keep driving. Yeah. And, uh, like, I don't like, You don't stop to pee if you ain't white there. Let's put it that way. Oh, well, the sign says, don't let the sun set on your black ass in Vider, Texas. Yeah. Like, that's essentially what the sign says. Yeah. Yeah. So, I see she lives in Vider. Well, actually, at first, I see I'm realizing I'm driving through Vider. So I'm like, all right, Russ. Let's not second guess somebody. Like just because yeah. they live here doesn't mean shit. Who knows? Maybe you got drive through Vider to get to a place. I mean, there were good people that lived in Germany in 1940. Yeah, I get there. Everybody of her friends are cool people. Her family is very nice. But within 30 to 40 minutes, I realize this bitch is full blown Vider racist girl. <laughs> like her whole family. It's talking about the black family down the street. They're not using the word black. Um, and then uh, dude, she just at one point went on a tangent about black people. And I mean, I'm not gonna lie. At first, I was trying to focus on how good the sex was. So I just started drinking more excessively. And um, how that whole night ended up was, <laughs> she hate fucked me. <laughs> and the only reason I know she hate fucked me is because we got into an argument right before we had sex and essentially she was making a comment about me not like holding my liquor and I was like I had to get this drunk because you're fucking racist and uh she didn't take your god into that? No. what was her response to that? oh she started she started saying a lot of anti-Irish slang <laughs> called me a fucking potato eater she was saying all that while she was riding me so weird sex moment also, one of the longest times I've ever lasted. 
So it's mutually beneficial for both of us. Um, but yeah, like that next, like, dude, that next morning, like, I woke up, like, fucking sure shit, got in the truck, and I was like, this bitch is fucking. That was the thing, is like, she was so sweet the whole time I met her. She was an awesome girl. But dude, that shit flowed from her tongue so smoothly that I'm like, that's at least two generations of racism in me. Yeah. Like, it's different if, like, because I know this, because it's different if me being a white guy, I've known friends of mine who aren't, but they're fucking parents, like whether it's mom or dad, solid races. My family is that. But then uh, you meet, have you ever met second generation, like where it's like their grandparents? Because usually it's, 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 it's either hit or miss. Your exact opposite or what you've grown up around is cool to you, whether you know it to be wrong or right. But let's just be honest, like, dude, in this fucking party, they're dropping fucking, dropping like a lot of jokes about the fucking dude getting drugged behind the truck. That's that where it happened in Vider, Texas, too. Yeah. No, that was in Jasper. Yeah, it was in Jasper, actually. It was in Jasper. But he, I, I think the black guy's from Vider, but is. they drug him yeah. through Jasper. Yeah. So, yeah, um, it was around, I mean, but that, that being said, I, I'm a weak individual. I literally had sex with her one more time. Again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I never talked to her after that. Like, then I was like, dude, this has never worked out because, hey, I came from, well, really, like, right before then, like, I was still in the transfer of, like, being a part of the system. I'm from a area that is, at one point, Pasadena and Bider had a lot in common. Yeah. That sign was there. Yeah. The headquarters for the KKK was on Spencer Highway. But, here's the thing, though, and here's one of the good things I learned about my dad. My dad is a glorified redneck. And he's very proud of the way he was raised. My dad, my dad's not racist. But here's one thing I've learned from my dad. And I think this is the blue collar side of me, which makes it so much better. Blue collar people can see color in, in a negative way. We can say that for sure. But really solid blue collar people, what they see is hard work. Yeah. Like my dad strip told me, he's like, man, I, you know, I've been working these plants all my life. I've worked with Mexicans. Black people, people from the islands, people from Germany, people from Europe, people from Canada, like all over. And to like most blue collar people, if you're a solid worker, that's one thing we have in common. And Your really that one thing in common breaks the bonds of racism. So my dad always told me, he's like, and I mean, like, and my dad had friends that were island guys. Oh, dude, islands, islanders are more racist than white people towards black people. Do you mean like from the Virgin Islands? No, from the Virgin Islands. One of my dad's buddies will get real offensive. He's an Islander. If you refer to him being black. And then he made several racist jokes around me that made me feel awkward. I'm like, because I was like, I get it, Mark, but you're a black guy saying racist black jokes I don't know how I should feel about this. <laughs> I can actually relate to that because, funny enough, you know, my, my parents, my, my family is a pretty good family. We're, you know, middle, I'd say lower middles, uh, middle class. You know, raised Catholic, super devout Catholic. But, like, when I went there for Christmas this year, I, I had a epiphany in a weird way. Yeah. Uh, my uncle, I love to death. Um, I hold nothing against him, but you know we, we made he made a joke, uh, in 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 bad taste, but in in, in 
quote unquote good fun of like essentially the, the watermelon chicken shit, you know, watermelon chicken black people like watermelon chicken, whatever. And it was it was a very nonchalant, you know, joking manner. But it was like, okay, that was kinda weird. And then a second one was brought up by somebody else in my family and I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. What the hell's going on here? Have I just missed this my whole entire life? Like not saying that my family is racist in any way, but it's it's those little quips, you know. There you can you can make a joke all day long. Maybe it can be racist, whatever. But I feel like there's a difference between like actual racism and, and hate and like making an off-color racist joke. Yeah, that's... I, I don't know. It's, it's a hard... But here's the problem. You know, you have all these comedians that are like, oh, yeah, the Mexicans smell lawns, whatever. Like, <coughs> is that is that a stereotype? Yes. Is it racist? Kind of. Is, is there some truth in it? Sometimes. But, like, where's the line of... Yeah, that's that's not a cool thing to say. You know, I also think it comes with what's, what's your heart. Yeah, you know, I think it's not something that you say, but I also think it's a comedian shop to provoke. Yeah, so I think a, a comedian can get away with it more than someone else, because casually speaking, if you were to say something, I would, I would catch you. Yeah, whereas comedian shop is to provoke and try to get some reaction. Well, it absolutely like you know, I always go back to like mine. But you also know your family too. That's the thing. If you if you see yeah. something in your family. My family's not the type of people to be like, oh man, there's yeah. black people around, now we're scared. Or like yeah. some dumb, ignorant shit like that. No, I don't give a fuck. But it's the off-color jokes where I was like, damn, that's kind of... You know, not that I haven't made a racist joke you know, a couple times in my life. Hell, I made a lot of them. Yeah. But I don't mean anything by it. Maybe that's still bad. Maybe it is. Yeah. But like, I, it was just a really weird thing to, to hear these days and be like, Damn, that was kind of kind yeah, of off color. Yeah, I don't know. It, it kind of put a bad taste in my mouth for a second, and then I had to jump back in, in reality and be like, I have definitely made some racist ass jokes. Oh, you definitely. We've all said some probably inappropriate things in our Everybody life. does. But look, I have nothing against black people. I have nothing against Spanish people, Mexicans, any of them. I don't give a fuck about what race you are. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You know. It's the same thing with like gay people. I don't give a fuck. Love who you love. Fuck who you fuck. Who gives a shit? Doesn't affect my life. Shout out to one of my favorite artists who just got confirmed. He actually got hospitalized. John Prine, you're an amazing individual. Your lyrics uh, it touched my soul. Dude, I've actually danced. I've actually danced to in spite of ourselves. Me and my wife's song. Um, older guy. He has COVID. They hospitalized him today. So we're sending out positive fucking messages and hope you get well brother but you know that's the thing man if anything from all this shit is learn to be a better person man like life's obviously way too short the government's a bunch of fuck nuts and just ruin our lives so why you gotta be a piece of shit to the guy hold the door open for you shout out to karen the kroger manager yesterday who i called a bitch it is your fault but i understand so i apologize um, but don't ever talk to me like you're a fucking kid. All right, you know I'm a grown ass man. Let's send it on a high note. Let's go higher with it. No, I am. I was. I mean, you gotta go to low first. You know what I mean? You gotta be. Yeah, you, you gotta start. I the, think the low was. The you gotta start pandemic. in the. 
Oh, you gotta start in the valley before you get on the mountaintop, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but like always, I mean, we do what we do, you know, we overcome. I mean, clearly, the human population is a bigger bigger virus than the corona, so. Again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought that was positive. No. Well, let's show me some action. No, I, I think the whole point is we try to add levity to this great moment that is happening right now in society right now. Uh, hopefully, whenever people listen to this, they have some moment where they enjoy this, take a step back, and can really. However you're listening to this, um, Support the people that are affected. Support the little people that are affected by it. Yeah, support your bartender friend, your industry friend, your service industry friends. Yes, a lot of people. Show them this podcast. Mm -hmm. Let them have a laugh. Yeah. We're in it to win it. Yeah. This whole podcast is designed to make people laugh, but if something good could be done, take this note. Support your local friends who aren't going to be working for a while. And even if they get started working for a while, it's going to be a while before it gets back to normal. So support them. Shout out to all you weed dealers who are just fucking giving out fronts right now. Y'all are the real heroes. <laughs> Coke dealers, you should follow suit. <laughs> and them people too, you know, whoever your local people are. What do you mean them with. people, you racist? Oh god. Yes. <laughs> yes. Whoever your friends are, make sure your friends are alright. Call your parents, call your friends, make sure they're alright, do what you can. On that note. Banging bitches with no jammies. <laughs> <laughs> alright, alright, cut it.